Welcome to the Nico and Murphy Show. I'm Nico. And I'm Murphy. We appreciate you tuning in and enjoy the show. Nico and Murphy Show coming coming at you. Murphy, you've got some really hot takes on the PPP program. Its successes uh, and its failures. <laughs> what are you thinking? Well, as far as if, if you look at, if you judge it by the, the, the people who are the recipients of the PPP, the American people, it's a, it's a success. Uh, for the first time, uh, regular LLC, small businesses, you know, and I'm talking about small businesses. I'm talking about you make $60,000 a year. Uh, this was the first time free money, free grants, free loans were made available to these people. So, you know, thus you get the support. You get more than, you know, ever minority support when it comes to the Trump administration. Um, mm. If you have, you know, I'll throw an example out, out, out there. If you have a local studio, you book time on studio sessions, you know, uh, $50 to $100, you know, an hour. Uh, times are slow. Uh, people aren't booking. But you have your your little studio, you know, you're renting you're renting, let's say, 800 square feet, 600 square feet. You don't get a PPP loan. You have. You're your saying kid. you don't. Listen, listen, to what I'm saying. You have your kid or whatever on the payroll. You can, you, you know, you can, you can show on the books how you want to show on the books who are employees, who gets paid. But if you ask for a loan for thirty thousand dollars out of a trillion that's available. This is the first time I'll give credit to Trump when it comes to this right here. This was the first time that oversight and regulations of grant money were little to none for the middleman. As the, the more money the more money you make if if you have a company that's worth five billion dollars, you have less oversight on you than a company that makes eighty thousand dollars. It is what it is. So when they have all of these cuts, the cuts are on the oversight and regulations. So the so so I believe so I'm just I'm just looking at it from the small man's perspective. They got loans that they don't have to give the money to. They ha- they can do anything with those with with that money. They can make their business better, reinvest in their business. They can do whatever they want with the money. So a lot of people on the ground were uh, um, affected by this PPP money. There's no oversight on it. You know, you're you're talking about a a record, a record historical amount of inspector generals that got fired all within 30 days. And then the PPPs dropped. You know, so there's no oversight. Go get, go get, go get. Ask for a PP loan in Florida, and go and and I want you to tell me who's the oversight committee that goes and double checks to see if everything is legit on the up and up. Now moving forward, the people who have took taken a lot of money, you know, now the feds might come and and you know it 
going back to now there's going to be oversight and they're going to look to see who got the money, how they got the money, you know. So there's all, but the people who ended up getting 30,000, 50,000, 80,000, 100,000, those people got that money to stay with. They, they, they're, they're good. Well, that's a good, that's a good point because if you take a look at it, you had to move very quickly. And when you, you know, you're talking about moving, you know, trillion dollars, whatever it is, through the economy in a time where, you know, state and local uh, cities are forcing shutdowns, you know, you're, you're not going to be able to craft a plan um, that is without, you know, flaw, right? So, you know, I think that, uh, you know, I think it, it was, you know, obviously passed with bipartisan support. This is a major piece of legislation. You know, you could carve out credit to whoever you want to. I carve out credit, like you say, to the American people that got the money that that needed it. You know, maybe it's maybe it was a little bit more than they needed, but in the end of the day, you you have to move there's no, fast. There's no such thing as more than that, right, there's, sure. there's no such thing as more than you need. Right. You see, if 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 look at this right here, if a if a, a company doesn't want to go up to fifteen dollars an hour because they're trying to protect their profits and in other words who cares if i'm a ceo and i'm worth uh 20 billion dollars stop looking at my pockets don't tell me that i have more than i need you see what i'm saying absolutely but somehow somehow when they when it turns into regular people if you make hundred fifty thousand dollars, you're regular when it comes to regular people for some reason it's more than you need look at what's going on right now hey you make over fifty thousand dollars oh no you don't need you have you have congressmen today that are saying if you make over fifty thousand dollars you are good and if you was to get an extra thousand dollars this week it is more than what you need and you're just being greedy and you're just gonna blow that money. This is what politicians are saying about people that make fifty one thousand dollars. Well, and that's a great that's a great point, you know, and here's where they say don't let the facts get in the way of a good story, right? So, let's give some facts to the the PPP, which is the Paycheck Protection Program. So, I'm right, I'm going right from sba.gov. Summary of all approved uh Paycheck Protection Program lending. Loans approved, just reading right from their website, people can go to sba.gov. Six over six million loans approved, over five hundred and ninety-five billion dollars. Um, those are the um, summary of all approved paycheck protection program lending. Lender count. You have to go through lenders. It's fifty-four hundred lenders, and it's still rolling in twenty twenty-one. There's been over eight hundred and ninety-one thousand loans approved. See, this is. That's the facts on the PPP loans. Now, to your other point, you said the stimulus checks, you know, congressional leaders and quote unquote experts on the economy are saying to your point, oh, no, you can't, uh, you know, you, you can't keep passing out money. Well, here's a here's a tweet from uh, Stephen Ratner, economist. So only an estimated and this is estimates, 8% of December checks received by those earning greater than $78,000 was spent. 8%. So here's the debate. Well, we don't need to send checks to those people. All right, well, we can spend months debating that, right? Whether they need it, they don't need it. Are they putting it in a savings account? Are they putting, are they buying some stocks and bonds? 
Are they the are they the Robin Hood traders that are saying, hey, I've got some money. I'm going to go play in the stock market and try to advance myself to your point. Who cares? So what? So the American people get an extra couple of thousand dollars or fourteen hundred dollars or in their bank account. Is that the worst possible thing? Do we say that when we're carving out tax exemptions for Amazon and FedEx and big companies well, that don't need it? Let's just let's let's just keep it with the stimulus. Let's just keep it with the stimulus. I believe Disney got PP money. Probably. <laughs> we we It's not no probably they did. Yeah. They all they, they all they all they all did the same thing. They waited the ninety days of furlough, and then they fired their, and then they then they canceled their employees. They laid them off, but they made sure that they had them ninety days as a furloughed employee. So all of them got the money. But the only difference is nobody is arguing, saying, "Does Disney Corporation? What, well, what is Disney doing with that money that they received?" Well, and that's, you know, it's something that I, what I mean? nobody, nobody cares when it's the corporation. Exactly. But when it's an individual person, that's when everything is scrutinized. I just don't understand it. I don't understand it. You know? I don't understand it either. And it doesn't make any sense to me because let, let's face it. This country is built on the backs of Americans. Okay. It is built. This country does not operate. Disney World does not exist and you, unless you have people letting you know uh you know ringing up the tickets you know putting on the costumes you know uh servicing the rides this whole country works off the backs of the american people and you can debate who needs it who doesn't need it and you know to me and 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 you you know we're in agreement here that's not a debate we need to have today because there wasn't this type of you know this type of debate, um, it's interesting. The same people that are putting up resistance co-signed massive tax cuts for companies that, quite frankly, don't need them. You see, but now here comes when a guy like Trump ends up becoming a hero of both sides, though. Look at this. You have people that have a small business owners that make $50,000. You can go to a person that has a local bodega and he might have cleaned 65 grand. Right. But he's a local business owner, right? So now local people have claimed this PPP money. Big time corporations. I remember reading a story where the old, that the Lakers ended up getting a check for like, you know, like it was like $800,000. Yeah, here, this is to help you with your payroll. They were like, whoa, 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 whoa. They said the check back. Yeah, you're off. <laughs> so this yeah, is exactly. the first time in American history where the, the key word is oversight and regulations. You know, uh, this is the first, the last time we had this massive, you know, no oversight no regulation, little to no regulations, a lot of money coming through. This is how come the uh, we have the Vanderbilts and the Rockefellers of America that grew up in the, trent, uh, 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 in the trenches of New York City's, you know, uh, first ghettos. Those guys became billionaires. And when you read their stories, they became billionaires because a lot of the business moves they tried to make, whether it was in Wall Street, there was, there was no regulations. So a lot of the stuff we have regulated today was how the early 
billionaires made money in the late 1800s going into the early 1900s, and then next you know you have the uh, and then you have the crash. And then after that crash, here comes all of these new rules. Oh, no, you can't just, you know, uh, 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 hostile takeovers. All of that stuff was fair game back in the days. You know, I'm trying to buy this, buy out this small company. You don't want to, okay, then you know what? I'll just buy all of their shares, the majority of their shares, and then, you know, I just kick out the CEO. There was a lot of stuff going on that made people billionaires. So today with this PP money, it's like this, hey, we got a few trillion dollars out there, and we're not going to regulate how and who gets the money let the let the law catch up with you in the in at the end but right now we're not gonna so it's a different time so depending on what you do for a living did you apply for those loans you're, you're just gonna have a, a different of support um when it comes to you know politics you know I, i'm i'm on the ground and i'm talking to people who voted for trump who, who voted for biden people who don't like trump um but secretly voted for uh, uh, for for um for trump even though they dislike him mm-hmm. and speak to those people and they explain to me why they like yo man there's money out here yeah well you know and they going through the legal system to go and get it they're going through the legal system to go and get it. So there's an outlet out there now. We're going to see moving forward um, how many uh, how many uh, does the current administration go after fraudulent PPC? That's going to be that's a whole different issue. Do they go after people who have filed? Uh, I don't think that. I think it's just too much time and effort to even do it well and i think they just let it as be. they say is the is this cliche saturday is the juice worth the squeeze right and you know how much money how much money are you going to go to pull back thirty thousand dollars now the guy that's buying the seven million dollar mansion yeah you should just go to jail for being a dumb you gotta go yeah. you gotta go get yeah, you, just making it too you just need to go to jail for being a dumbass um you know correct, correct. so nobody this this, yeah. this, this is a guy yeah yeah <laughs> and, and we're not we're not you get, you, get, you, get seven, you get seven million from the government yeah. and then you go buy a three million dollar house and you go buy a million dollars worth of cars like what, yeah. what you're you, asking yeah for. you pulled the you pulled the dumbass card um you know and, and by the way we're not co-signing fraudulent activity right we, you know but no not, <laughs> not, at, not, all, at, all, not but, at all you know at the end of the day you know here's what i say Cut the checks, fire up the uh, the direct deposit. Just get the damn money into the economy. You still got like, you know, there were uh, I think forty nine or fifty nine thousand jobs created the last uh, report that came out this Friday. That that's not enough. This economy's got a long way to go. Um, just keep in mind for anybody that's really throwing up these you know proposals. These were state and city mandated shutdowns. This is not people that said I'm going to close my business. For, for, for three months because I want to go on vacation and I'm tired of working. These are businesses that were forced and still today in certain parts of the country cannot operate their business at full capacity. Get the money into the economy and let it go where it goes. Let it rip. Well, I'll, I'll, end, I'll end with this. The next two years, going to be so hard for the government to uh, view um, gains when it comes to employment. And the reason is that we have uh, emergence of LLCs being created. Mm-hmm. 
you have some people who, you know, normally it's easy, it's easier to calculate. They went to this employer. The employer has the numbers out, the reports. Today, you might have somebody that says, hey, I worked for a big carrier. You know, I was a logistics person, but I found out I could subcontract and work from the house. You know what I mean? So now all th- those carriers, they can report their unemployment. You know, they can report their employment employee numbers. Mm-hmm. However, there are employees leaving the traditional workforce, subcontracting. Just look at Amazon and all. Yo, they're allowing people to subcontract. So this is a different era in America where a lot of Americans are becoming their own employer. So this is a time where the numbers are really miscued. We got the numbers. The numbers are, are looked at differently. You know, there's going to have to start to be a report moving forward. How many? You know, how many Americans have registered LLCs? How many LLCs are reg- that are registered, you know, are active? How long they've been active? These are going to be numbers moving forward that the Labor Department has to put in there when viewing numbers. Because this is really, really happening, especially when the COVID vamped it up even more, people working from home, and then they're finding out, hey, what my employer has me doing, I can do it on my own. That's right. And with me being my own employee. So, you know, this is a totally, totally different era. You, you, you know, uh, um, people selling music, billion-dollar industry, but they're not signed to a record label. So how are you selling music? Well. All of these non-traditional paths. So, you, you know what I mean? So we have to – so that's going to be something, you know, um, when we start to view the labor market – you know, I, I would love to see those numbers. You know, how many, how many, how many Americans in the last two years uh, new registered LLCs um, that happened in the last, you know, twenty four months per se? I would, I would love. That's to interesting. See. That's a good. That's a, That would be an excellent uh, set of data points uh, to really uh, see how the the economy is transforming using this crisis and transforming going forward. So, yeah, PPE, right? You've got the facts. You've got the sides. Last uh, last pick, Super Bowl Sunday. Who's going to come out on top? Oh, man. Uh, well, I'm not a Brady fan. However, uh, I like the vet. I like I like going. I like uh, I like rooting for the veteran against the young buck for some reason. I don't know. I like the I like the story. I like the story. Old guy leaves. Old team, old team feels he's washed up, goes to new team. New team is right in the same place where he used to take the old team to, Super Bowl. I like the story. I like the story. So I'm rooting I'm for I'm going it. for the young buck. Yeah. New, friend, new, new, di- new, di- new dynasty in the making. <laughs> new dynasty in the making. Mahomes and the Chiefs in a route. You heard it here first. <laughs> All right. Till gotcha. next time, Nico and Murphy signing out. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Nico and Murphy show. Hope you had a good time. See you next time, everyone.